All right, the orcs are closing in. Alan, it's your turn. What do you do? I pull out my axe and I take a swing and... Shit. Welcome to Mugs and Magic, a tabletop gaming podcast from board games to role-playing games and everything in between. My name is Alan, and I buy new dice for every RPG character I make. It's expensive. How do you afford that? I'm broke. <laughs> I'm Erica, and you can count on me to tank during any and every role-play game. That just means you go down in the first round. No, that means I'm the one rushing in, dealing all that damage. <laughs> we'll I'm a dwarf. See. We'll see. <laughs> So before we get into the topic of our episode, Erica, what are you drinking? What's in your mug? Well, I need to tell you something. I don't have a mug tonight. Am I kicked off the podcast? Well, as long as you pour it in a mug, you'll be fine. Okay, I got a hard seltzer. Let me go grab a mug. I'll be right back. We got this. All right. While we're waiting for Erica to go grab her mug, let me tell you about Geek Grind Coffee. We just ordered their sampler box, which has seven different coffees in there from Dragon Roast to Dwarven Dawn. Really excited to get this box in. And we'll, guys, we'll give you a full review of this coffee once we get it in. We got to try seven different coffees? Hell yeah. Going to be up all night. <laughs> uh, so in this episode, Stealing Your Line, we're talking about board games that are also role-playing games. These are board games that are spin-offs from pen and paper RPGs, or they have elements of an RPG, like a character sheet, levels and hit points, attack modifiers, and a campaign progression. And this is not our top five RPG games of all time. These are just the top five games that we're currently playing right now. If we wanted to talk about all the RPG board games you've played, we'd be here for a long time. I do have some honorable mentions about those old school RPG games that were back in when I was growing up as a kid, but you can't get them now, so... Not gonna dwell too, yeah, we're not going to dwell too much on them, but I do want to shout them out because they were a lot of fun, and I think these games kind of take the place of those now. Yeah. So why play a board game when we could just sit down with our character sheets and some dice and play a good old-fashioned RPG? Well, I think that these games are, one, they're a great gateway to get board gamers into role-playing or role players into more board gaming, as they're just kind of a good crossover. Yeah, that's a great point. I also like that they are ready to play and everyone can play with no little to no setup there's no pre-planning there's no prep these board games have everything you need to just pick up and play a game and we've all had those weeks you know running our separate campaigns where we just don't have it in us right like maybe it's been a long week at work and you're just i don't want to run a, a, a campaign absolutely and most of these games is like everyone at the table can be a player you don't need a DM because the rules or an app will take the place of a GM and everybody gets to play and have a good time. How come you have never been in one of my RPG campaigns? Wow. Well, you, I've been in yours. Where's my invite? <laughs> okay, roll up uh, a character right now. Who are you going to be? I'm going to be a gnome illusionist named Xander Glitterstone. Wow, you had this ready. I did. I actually keep it in my back pocket. <laughs> Let me just unfold this paper for you. <laughs> I wish I had paper to, sh to ruffle. Yeah, there you go. Here, uh, let me just send you the link to my D&D my D &D Beyond character. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll make that happen. Um, another thing we like about these games is that 
they're really helpful for people who are vis visual people, you know, like you don't have to imagine the map. It's already on the map. You're putting out your hexes or it has a board. You can already see the monsters. Either there's minis or standees. You don't have to imagine what a kobold looks like. Like you just see it. Some people like that. Absolutely, yeah. All the maps, minis, and uh, the, the adventures are already written out and planned. So uh, there's, um, you know, a lot of RPGers don't necessarily like railroading, but sometimes if you just want to knock, kick down the door, beat up some monsters, yeah. take their loot, and this is this is a good point for. I don't that. want to say it's mindless, but it is just kind of you're all right, going like, with the flow around the table, having a, a chiller night. Right. These <laughs> games generally. Like the missions that you play, they give you a goal, which is going to be like kill all the monsters or search and find this or save this NPC. So everyone's on the same page as what needs to happen in order to complete the mission and everybody works together to do that. And because these are RPG games, you can still have fun role playing these characters Building out. Building your character, making choices for your character. Absolutely. So there are a lot of elements from the pen and paper that are in these that you don't have to ignore just because it is a board game. Yeah, and when you get to sit down and name your character, you name it Alan, and you move on. <laughs> it said name on the sheet. I didn't know. I didn't know I was trying to name it right, a character name. Well, let's get into these games. I want to talk about one that I know we love. We have many hours logged into this game, and that's Lord of the Rings Journeys in Middle-Earth. This is by Fantasy Flight. There's one to five players. We play with three. There's no GM needed because there is an app that runs the whole thing for you, and it is great. I'll let you start talking about it because I know you love this game. That is my number one pro about this game is the app. The Journeys to Middle-Earth game, it's a free app, so that's another bonus is that you don't have to buy this app. You can go and download it on your phone or your tablet, whatever it is, and you set it up and it runs pretty much everything for you. It'll tell you how to set up the map, it'll tell you what monsters get spawned, it does the attacks, you plug in your attacks whenever you hit the monsters, and it just walks you through basically every single round. Uh, the core set comes with, uh, you basically when you get the app, you just tell the app what what game you have so you tell it i have the core set i have this expansion i have this expansion mm -hmm. and the app already calculates all that stuff so that when you're building your maps and or it tells you to pull out this mini it already knows what game pieces you have so it's not telling you to grab stuff that you don't gotcha and if you click on there that you are playing with an expansion it knows that you could start using those components as well absolutely and of course when you're when you're setting up your game you're going to tell it which characters um, you know, like how many players, which characters, it'll tell you those characters have these said items mm -hmm. and so forth. It keeps track of all of your items and, and your experience, experience so and those you can kinds buy of new items. So in between your adventures, you go into the app and then it'll tell you like, you can upgrade this or I bought this uh, skill upgrade and that. So, so it, we it, love doing that. Just it's any, a really great time an item gets upgraded we're like oh yeah <laughs> can't wait so fantasy fly you get an a plus because your app is great it is awesome it's it really makes fun. this game it I, I wouldn't say it makes or break this game but for other rpg games out there the app really is a bonus yeah. for this game um we i also really like that this one gives you choices in your adventure well actually i'll say another thing if you fail a mission in this game it does not halt the storyline progression there are some of these games and we've even talked about them in our unbeatable games episode where you just get stuck on you just get stuck on a level or a mission or whatever and you're just stuck there trying and trying and trying to beat it 
this is not like that. If you fail, you might have some sort of negative thing going forward or you might miss out on some lore or some experience, but you still keep going with the storyline. And sometimes you even get a choose your own adventure choice of which mission you wanna go on. Do you wanna go left or do you wanna go right? Your group needs to decide right now. It's kinda cool. Yeah, that's definitely the RPG element of this outside of, of course, you're picking the characters and your core set is, if you're familiar with Lord of the Rings, you're gonna get you're a lot of the main characters uh, right off the bat. You're going to get Aragorn. You're going to get Legolas. You're going to get let Gimli. Them guess who I am. <laughs> Gimli, the tank. Uh, Bilbo's in there. Um, and they each have, they have those characters. Unique abilities. Right. Those yeah. characters have their, their kind of set uh, cards. They're like Legolas has Legolas cards. And then, of course, on top of that, then you get to choose. It's not called a class in the game. It's a path, I believe. But then you choose, like, Legolas is going to be a hunter or, or he's guardian, a pathfinder yeah. or something like that. And that gives you extra abilities that you can change out in between missions, uh, which actually comes really in handy as we were playing in there. We did learn that, like, 26 plays in. Yes, that you, <laughs> Literally. Can, that you can change out uh, <laughs> paths and stuff. Alan but, likes to try out. We've tried. We've tried and started start started and stopped a few different times just to flesh out and figure out really where we wanted to be as far as uh, who we wanted in our group and who we wanted to play and Alan is good about trying lots of different characters whereas I know what I like I want to rush in I'm a dwarf and I want to melee some I'm not gonna say the word I want to say <laughs> but you've tried a lot of different characters who's your favorite so far could you pick one who do you like playing the best I think it really depends on our party makeup because you're playing Gimli and you're going the Guardian, which is the tanking mm -hmm. path, and then and protecting, and then Yellow Meeple is <laughs> Yellow Meeple. That's her name. Is playing uh, Legolas and Hunter, so she's all of our range damage. So we have the she person who, ass. yeah. So we have the person who's up close in melee, and we have the person who's ranged. So I like playing the utilitarian, mm -hmm. which is either going to be Aragorn who. Most likely you're going to take the captain, which does a lot of uh, boosting, or I'm playing Elena, who I switch and back and forth. ass around that board. Who I choose, yeah. Depending on what scenario, like if we're doing a journey, so the journey phase is where you're going across a large map, mm -hmm. like a big swath of land, mm -hmm. and I'll usually take the Pathfinder because then I can traverse long parts of the land in a couple of moves versus spending, like you guys only get a limited amount of move. Yeah. Or if we're in close confines when we have our battle maps, then I'm choosing the burglar because I'm doing a lot more hide actions, uh, which gives me bonuses to my attacks since my attacks are generally really low. Uh, last thing I want to say about this game before, because we have already talked 10 minutes about it because we love it, is, or less than that, I guess, is they just announced brand new expansion, Spreading War. We are going to get our hands on that. Absolutely cannot wait. Uh, has new characters, new scenarios. New minis, new really badass looking um, minis. So can't wait for that. Absolutely. And there is another expansion. There already is an expansion yep. out as well as with the app. There are DLCs, uh, downloadable content uh, adventures outside of that. So even if you just have the core set, they have some adventures. I think they're like five or six bucks. Mm -hmm. So there are plenty of adventures you can play just with the core set. So moving on to our next game. This is a game we just started playing. We actually just completed scenario two or mission two uh, this week is gloomhaven jaws of the lion which is by telefair games its players are one through four no gm is needed that's all handled by the rule book 
And my favorite pro about this game is that it actually is a, at a lower price point than Gloomhaven, the core set. You're not going to call it Big Boy Gloomhaven? That's what <laughs> Big Daddy Gloomhaven? Big Daddy Gloomhaven. <laughs> yeah, so Big Daddy Gloomhaven, the core set, is it's a i mean it's it's well worth it oh yeah but it is like 150 or 200 dollar box set it is heavy uh but there's a lot there's 95 scenarios yeah whereas this one i think has 24 and i think i want to say there's like 12 or more class like wow class characters in in here so there's a lot to unpack in the glue in the gloomhaven core set but what's great about jaws of the lion is one it's a standalone or an expansion to that but if you're just wanting to like, what's Gloomhaven? Test it out. Right. If yep. you're just like, what's Gloomhaven like? Am I going to like this? You can get in at a lower price point than going in at a full $200 game. It's a perfect introduction. And they even say that in the rule book. They're like, if you're enjoying this, you need to go shift over to Big Daddy and to check out all these 95 uh, other scenarios. It has a little bit different rules uh, in the core set. But it's really nice, and again, we are newbies to this. We've just played our first two scenarios. But it's really good at slowly introducing us to how to play, adding on new mechanics every scenario instead of just slapping you in the face with all of them at the beginning. So we're really enjoying that. Already, I think we're invested in our characters just two sessions in, already wanting to upgrade items and see their new abilities. So I can definitely understand, just with our limited gameplay, I understand the hype behind Gloomhaven. I am certainly enjoying it. I like one of the things I like about this is the scenario book where the map is in the book. Yeah. So it's just like you just flip. Okay, we're going to scenario two. You flip it. and um, Instead of struggling with laying down map tiles. Yeah, it's like the map is already in this little flip book. All the instructions about your goal, the the flavor text, about yeah. like what your mission is, all that stuff is already in there outside of the adventure book, which is what you're reading, or the rule book, I should say, which you're reading like how the monsters right. and movement stuff works. The other great thing I like is just in the first two scenarios that we've played, it's introduced us to the mechanics of the game. So it's like, here's your character. You start off with these ability cards. This is how initiative works. This is how your ability works. These sure are how resting. monsters move. Yeah. So it's not like it just doesn't dump you into the first thing. It, like you don't have to read all these rules right. and then start playing. Each That's what just happened to us and kids on bikes. Right. So <laughs> this introduction or these first couple of scenarios are introducing new mechanics slowly. Like here's your base mechanics. Now we just add one or two new, new mechanics things. to the uh, to the scenarios. Yeah, I'm liking it. I can't wait. I cannot wait to play scenario three. Our next group of board games, this is all on Alan because he owns, I think, every single one of them, and we have never played them. These are the D, or at least with me, <laughs> these are the D&D Adventure System board games, Castle Ravenloft, oh, how, what do you have? <laughs> so there are quite a bit of them. Uh, I, I, wanted, I think there's like six or seven of them now, uh, but these are the D&D Adventure um, System board games, and... There's a uh, when they first came out, it was like Wrath of a Shardalon, then Castle Ravenloft, Legend of Dritz, um, and now they kind of that was like right at the tail end or mid height of D and D fourth edition, and now D and D's and it's um, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Is it for those not familiar? I don't know how you would not be familiar yeah. with D and D, but for those not familiar, Dungeons and Dragons. But now they're kind of coinciding with Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition, and a lot of them coincide with whatever new adventure path they're putting out now. So back um, when they launched, they had like uh, 
against the Giants and Elemental Evil. And so the board games were co coinciding with that, right? So like all of their product was, hey, this is against the Giants. That's like our theme for the next three, six months. Mm -hmm. And so like all the product was centered around that. But what's great about these games is that if you're familiar with D&D, &D, you pretty much have this down. You're going to pick a character. You know you have an attack bonus. You can move. You're going to roll a d20. Do you have a board? I'm trying to visualize it. I have no idea. Talk to me like I'm dumb. <laughs> uh, so it is map tiles. Uh, so the way that the game works is that you'll have a starting tile and all your heroes start there. You have an adventure book which will lay out what your mission and goal is. And then on the map tiles are different arrows, black arrows and white arrows. And then that basically just kind you of start building out your area. Yeah. So you're like, you're like, okay, I'm going to move. So you move to the edge of that tile. And then when you get to that edge of that tile, Explore. you pull a map tile and you, and you click it in, which could have a different corridor. It could close off corridors. Right. So the yeah. map, the map will never be, be the, the same. same. You can play through and it'll be different every time. And then depending on what map tile you, you draw, the icons on that particular tile will tell you to draw a monster card and then you draw that monster and then it'll tell you what monster. So that's the other thing is like the monster deck is going to be different. So you don't know gotcha. what monster you're going to draw. And there's no GM needed. No GM needed. Everything is handled through the adventure book or the rules as far as how to govern the monsters and those kinds of things. And uh, it's really fast play in the sense that your character only has uh, two levels. So on your hero board, you only have level one, which every mission scenario, you're going to start off at level one. When you gain enough experience during your scenario, you'll flip it over to level two. Generally, you just kind of get a little bit more hit points. Mm -hmm. Your attack bonus is a little higher. And then for the most part, these monsters, like you're going to roll a d20. And basically it's just, if you roll over a 10, most of the time you hit and then you just do like one, maybe two damage. And a lot of these monsters don't have more than one or two damage. I think the bigger monsters have like maybe four hits or five hits. And then of course there's generally somewhere in there, you're going to have your big bad evil guy, yeah. which is your biggest mini, um, which will go down on the map. And then you go from there. Yeah. So would you suggest if someone wanted to jump into the adventure system, they just picked one that they, of a campaign or of a genre they really like? Absolutely. So all of these are standalone. You don't need to go in sequential order of when they were released. And the other great thing about them is that you can mix and match them. So if you have oh, all of cool. them or you just have one or two of them, you can crisscross the minis, you can, the, all of that stuff. So you don't have, you can pull the heroes from one box to another one and, and monsters too. You can mix and match the monster decks and those kinds of things. So that's really great. Yeah, and, that's a good pro. Um, the the rules are pretty much the same. It's just introducing some new mechanics based on, right? So like Castle Ravenloft is going to have particular mechanics to Castle Ravenloft, whereas Dritz is going to have mechanics to the Underdark kind of stuff. But outside of that, gotcha. Well, I want to move on to our next game, which is a, still a D&D &D game, D&D &D board game. And that's The Adventure Begins by Hasbro. This is like your introduction to RPGs or RPG uh, board games. It's for two to four players and it's ages 10 and up. Like it is definitely targeted at the younger audience. That's why it's called Your Adventure Begins. And it is a, a very light version of everything Alan just described about the bigger adventure system board games. But like I said, on a lighter, more kid friendly 
friendly or family friendly, let's say, uh, level. It's really cute in that it prompts you to have role playing opportunities. It will say, tell the group how you are going to use this weapon. Or if it's your turn to be the GM, that is something that's different. The dungeon master passes from player to player every round. So everyone gets an opportunity to tell the story, but it will prompt you and say just real light things describe how you will do this. And I think that's a really great skill. Uh, to start bringing in, especially if you're playing with your family or trying to get your young adventurer interested in uh, RPGs or even in board games. So I had a lot of fun playing it. We played it together. I would say a con, and I don't know if you'll agree with me, if you are a seasoned adventurer, you might not find much here. Uh, again, it's cute. I recommend it, but don't you think you probably want to be bringing in your younger crowd when you definitely, played? Yeah, it's definitely geared towards a younger audience, which I liked because we played with my eight-year-old daughter. She really had a great time playing she it. She loved picking which attack she was going to use which turn. There's only like two options, so they don't right. they have a limited number right. of and things And the to character sheet is boiled down to just a little hero card. You have a couple of ability cards. The maps are pretty short. I think it's like four or five rooms yeah, and then the and, and each room has like one monster, one monster. Yeah. so everyone's focused on just kind of beating one monster collecting treasure so it's very very Light. boiled down yeah. but it's great if you have young ones that you kind of want to introduce into role-playing and maybe like you were talking about before like the whole theater mind the theater of the mind aspect yeah. of D might be a little out there and this kind of helps with more visual aid yeah and everything comes in the box so it's not like you have to go out and, and buy a battle map and a bunch of minis and those kinds of things agreed so our last game that we're going to talk about in detail is going to be role player by thunderworks games this is one to four players no gm needed and what I like about this is it's not like all the other games that we talked about that are very much like you pick a character, you're going through a dungeon or exploring a map and you're finding monsters. This is none of that. Nope. <laughs> but what's great, about what's great about role player is that it's a game about one of the greatest aspects about an RPG game, which is creating, creating your character. character. So uh, fun. So what this game is that every player is going to choose a class. Is it no? It's a, a, choose a race, race a board, class. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like okay, you got you got basically if you're familiar with almost any fantasy RPG, you've got humans, elves, dwarves, dragons, dragon yeah, uh, that orcs, those kinds of things, and elves. so you you pick what race you're going to be, and then from there you're going to pick your no, it's drawn at random, isn't it? Yeah, you do. Do you draw a dice color? And you that's draw your a class, dice color, but it's double sided, so you can pick. And I, yeah, so. But it does start. It does start you off with some randomness. You get a random alignment. You get a random right. backstory. And what you are in charge of is building up your character's traits, their items, their weapons, their um, armor, their abilities through cards and rolling dice. And if you are into RPGs and you're listening to this because you're interested in RPGs, you like dice, which means you're gonna like role player. I I love rolling dice, picking them, putting them on your board. It's it it's is a fun. great game. It is a it is a game that has a gambling aspect on there because oh, yeah, at, the you're begin at the beginning initially. of every round you got to bet on who is going to um, basically take what yeah, the diaper, order. right? And then from there you're rolling dice and so each one of those colored die uh, is going to roll a one through six and then you're trying to build your stats and you're trying to figure way. in a certain Very way. Very puzzly, so, which I like. Depending on what your race and your class is, right? So if you get a gnome a bard, 
your charisma it was going to tell you it's going to say you need a 16 in order to get most of the points out of this character so you're going to be trying to put like your sixes that you get into there as well as use some of the item cards and alignment cards and skill cards to help fluctuate that so it's great because the other thing is like you're not really going against each other but you're definitely trying to get the dice you need get the dice yeah. you need so you're you're definitely trying to um, influence those dice as best you can i had a good idea or maybe it's a good idea i had an idea and that was what if you just we ran a one-shot campaign use any rpg system you'd like but you have to use the end result of your characters from role, a role-player game as your character in that, you know, one shot or mini series or something. Wouldn't that be fun? It definitely could be very. Would it be random? Yeah, because you. Maybe also... I don't want to be chaotic, you know, <laughs> neutral or whatever. But that's the random alignment I got, so I'm rolling with it. Well, you better use those alignment <laughs> cards to shift it to wherever you want <laughs> right. it to be. Um, and role player has a couple of expansions to it as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, that you can outside of the core set, and it also has at least one spinoff, which is Cartographer. Yeah. Which is a nice roll and write. I really like that. Which game. has role playing. Fill in your map. Yeah, it has yeah. role playing elements on there as well. So those are all of our big detailed games. We do have some honorable mentions, or I'm calling this the new hotness section because maybe we haven't played it a whole lot to talk about in detail. All three of these, if we're going to talk about all three of them, require someone to take on the role of a GM. So that is different from all the others. Someone needs to take on that role and the rest of the players will be the players. We're going to be talking about the Goonies, which this is this just came out. Uh, so it's based off of the Goonies movie. Never seen it. Wow. Who are you? <laughs> I know. Um, so it's a great movie. Go watch okay. it. Okay. But uh, so it is based on a movie and the there is one player, so it's one to five players, but that's five players that you can have as players or heroes. Oh, plus the GM. And then you have one who is the GM who actually get you get a GM screen and you're gonna be controlling all of the monsters and setting up the scenarios and those kinds of things while the rest of the characters are trying to complete missions. So uh, we just got this game. We haven't played it yet. We kind of just like mm -hmm. looked at the rules, looked at all the pieces and that kind of stuff. But we're really looking forward to do playing I need to more. Do I need to watch the movie first? Yes. Okay. Uh, the next one we want to shout out is the brand new, again, new hotness, Kids on Bikes, Snallygaster Situation uh, board game. We have just played this as well. Again, same similar thing as um, the Goonies. You do need someone to go behind that player or that GM screen and be the lost kid and you um, are trying to get the rest of the kids to find your location because you were kidnapped then you're all trying to together defeat a bad guy and that changes between games uh, once you find the lost kid I did like this mechanic you're now jumping in as a normal kid so you can start to help us explore the map and uh, defeat the monster super cute if you're not familiar with kids on bikes you may be familiar with the show Stranger Things. It's very similar to that. It, there is no correlation as far as Kids on Bikes. It's the same vibe. It's not based on Stranger Things and vice versa. It's just Kids on Bikes has those same tropes about kids on bicycles. Exploring their small exploring town. Their small town yep. And there's some sort of monster. Uh, what's great is you do get... There's a kid with powers. Right, which is the Lost Kids. So you do get four monsters, each with this different difficulty. So you can basically... You do choose the lowest difficulty when you're going playing the first time through, and then as you get more familiar with the game, choose the hardest one. 
the GM, who is the lost kid, uh, spends time giving clues as to where to find them because they've been abducted by the monster. And then once they are found, they do become part of the party and they do get an action. And then the lost kid usually is at random has some sort of power like telekinesis or pyrokinesis mm-hmm. or something to that effect. Very similar to the actual role play game because on bikes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, last one is Descent, Journeys in the Dark, second edition. I don't know anything about this. I don't know why I started talking about it. Uh, but I do know I have seen, is the second edition the one you have or that's the one coming out? Second edition, the one I currently have. It is a very popular role-playing game that's been out for quite a while. Uh, def- certainly uh, has been out a lot longer than some of these other games that mm-hmm. we've talked about. Uh, but there is a new edition. Um, this is So Descent is by Fantasy Flight Games. They have a third edition or later. I don't even necessarily know they're calling it third edition, but there is a new edition that's coming out later this year in the fall. Looks really I'm great. The minis are awesome. And from so second edition doesn't use an app. It is uh, map tiles that mm-hmm. that you grow out. Is there a GM? There is a GM. There is a there is a game master who has the campaign book, controls all the monsters, sets up the scenarios, that kind of stuff. What um, what I do like about what's coming up with the new edition is, and you can see this because they're uh, I'm guessing they're what they've learned from games like Mansions, um, Madness Mansions, Man- mm, Mansions of Madness, Man- Mansions of Madness, and Lord of the Rings: Journeys in Middle Earth is that app is so great, and I think they're using that same sort That's of cool. technology so that. Um, I don't necessarily know if there will be another GM. I guess that's yeah, something the app we would look. probably, I would assume, run it. Yeah, so it de- definitely we're going to be checking out the new version of Descent, um, which I, with that coming out, I don't think second edition. You can probably still find it now, but I don't think oh, any new product is going to be coming out. So if you can find it, great. Or if you find it at a reseller, even better. It's definitely a game to check out. But if you're just going to get into it, you might want to wait for the new addition to come out later this fall awesome well that's um that's the games that we're currently enjoying there are so we could talk on 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 about games we still want to play or recommend let's just rapid fire it what's a game on your wish list that you want to play i'll go first big daddy gloomhaven (laughs) for sure i want to play big daddy gloomhaven um i definitely want to play mice and mystics it's cute i've played it one time it's really cute really cute um i want to play um too many bones i've seen i like dice i've already said that and it looks really cool i definitely want to play shadows over brimstone um i'm a deadlands fan which is a weird west fantasy role-playing game and this has that all over it it's definitely wild west theme it has cthulhu elements so it's right up my alley and they have tons of expansions for it i think they just recently came out with a revised edition so it looks I, cool. I definitely want to get into Shadows Over Brimstone. I do want to shout out one of the um, tweets that we got from, um, we asked, you know, what RPG games do you like? And at Double Crit Fail says, War of the Ring is pretty great. We haven't played that, but it is Lord of the Rings, and we like Lord of the Rings. So I don't know if that's also still, I think it's a little older. It is older, but it it is still available. And it's, uh, from what I can tell, it's more of a miniatures game, but definitely worth checking out. And... We also uh, looking at Destiny's. Destiny's is oh, a yeah, new, new. That's definitely new hotness new that just came out. <laughs> I've heard so, some. I've heard some negative things about it. We need to look into it some more. Yeah. So those are our honorable mentions about games that uh, we haven't played yet that we want to. 
Uh, but let us know for sure. We always like hearing from you guys about what uh, what did you think about the games that we talked about? What are some of the games that you recommend that we how, play? How dare they not mention this game? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you are returning, we really appreciate your support. If you're new here, make sure you subscribe. You can find us on all anywhere you can get your podcasts. You can find us on YouTube, get in there, Twitter, Instagram. Please subscribe so you can stay in for our caffeinated conversations or maybe not caffeinated for me tonight. 